and ask with Frankie and Tish. Ah, 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 ah. Are you sick of vampires yet? No. Me either. I'm and not uh-huh. ever. Not ever. Ever, ever. I am a vampire. We are eternal vampire lovers. I'm a vampire, <laughs> but I'm missing a fang on the left side. Which is weird is my, one of mine is like cracked and like my little pointy thingy is gone. Right. I need to get a denture for this side, mm-hmm. a fang denture. And then when I do, because I'm a vampire, when I look in the mirror, you won't see my reflection, but you'll just see that one fang denture. My dentist got really excited when I was telling him I wanted implants. And not, I mean, for my teeth. <laughs> I was like, why is your dentist giving you implants? <laughs> He's like, ooh, you're going to be my favorite. I was like, I think that your person. dentist is lying to you. <laughs> Are you getting things implanted on your chest? Oh, I just asked how much it would be. And then, like, I've seen how much it was. And I was like, I'll wait until later. It how much is it? It was a lot. That's all you're gonna give us. That's all I'm gonna. Yeah, because I don't, I don't know. You guys can tell me out there if you guys are get, you guys have had it done. Implants. Fang plants. I think it was like over a grand. That's quite a bit for cosmetic. Yeah. yeah, cosmeticness. Yeah. The last time we spoke to all of you wonderful people, we got to interview the Dave Stoker at Honey in the Trap Cat in Old Town Sack. Right? That sounds terrible, Old Sack. You know <laughs> what I mean? Old Town Sacramento, <laughs> yeah. and it was amazing. Uh, he was not creepy at all. He was very, very charming and wonderful and kind, and remembered everything that we were supposed to be talking about. Unlike me <laughs> or you, I think it was so weird because we don't really get nervous. No, I I felt like his vampire gaze. I just felt like trapped in everything that he was saying. And I, I'm convinced now that he's a vampire. Right. It, it was so bizarre. I don't get nervous. Like, I'm used to public speaking. Tish, too. She was a teacher forever. Okay, so, like, that doesn't mean <laughs> But, like, I don't know. I just don't. And for some reason, and we've had guests on before, but, like, with a little bit of nerves. But for some reason, it was like, I forgot where I was. Mm-hmm. I forgot what my name was. I forgot what we were supposed to be advertising. I forgot what day of the week it was. It was like one of those dreams where you wake up or you're in your dream and you're in your classroom and you're totally naked and all yeah. eyes are on you. That's what I, it felt like. I just like. felt like one of those meet meet moments where I couldn't <laughs> really talk. Like I could think and it was slow and like I was nervous and nothing could come out of my mouth. Right. But thank God he had his wits about him because yeah. he always seems. No, he always does have his wits about him. Yes, he's, he does. He's very outgoing, outspoken and intelligent and an excellent speaker. And, like, honestly, like, I was, like, mesmerized by, like, the lesson that he gave. I don't know about you, Frankie. Oh, wait. Like- uh, yes. Before we even even go there, though. So we did, uh, we did, we were at one of the stops on his tour. And we got to hear him, right, speak right. about, you know, uh, Bram and the Dracula books. And how, basically, the whole history on how that happened, how it came together. Right. So... And we're lucky enough now, at this very moment, this is like totally, I don't even know, I'm I'm baffled, I'm speechless, I'm amazed, I'm astonished, I'm all of that, because we are sitting right outside the carriage house of the Winchester Mystery House. Yes. Right at this moment, with another chance to interview Dacre Stoker. It's like we gotta make on. up for what we did. <laughs> for us fumbling all. Oh, Mr. Stoker, he's amazing. We got to tour the house with him, and he's hilarious and great and fantastic. So, uh, yeah, impressed and amazed. Without further ado, the 
Digger Stoker. <laughs> How lucky are we to get to sit with you for a second time? And, and within a week. Less than a week, right? Exactly. And here we are again at the end of the 125th anniversary. Yes, exactly. At the fabulous, fantastic Winchester Mystery House. And and we walked through the tour together. Yes. Did you feel all those little things grabbing you? (laughs) I don't know if I felt anything grabbing me, but I definitely felt goosebumps when we walked into the Grand Ballroom. I don't know if you felt that little... I, was that I, you or was that, was that Sarah it could have Winchester? Been both. I don't know. It could have been both. Felt good to me though. I tell you, I needed the, I needed that spooks. I, I need to get that ready for tonight. I need yeah, that little I, vibe. Yes. I did warned in the lower level. I did feel yeah. something like touch my arm, but I wasn't sure if it was goosebumps, spider webs. It's really hard to tell when we're down there. Yeah, it, the vibe is right. I don't yes. care. Whatever I feel, it's a good chance there's some spirits working with us tonight. Yes. Yes. And how Absolutely. does that tie into what you're going to be talking about tonight? Actually, well, you know, glad you asked that because my whole theme is the open-mindedness of Bram Stoker and how he opens his mind to the potential that spiritualism is the real thing. Mm-hmm. And that's by this great quote that I usually you know, open up my talk with. There are mysteries which men can only guess at, which age by age they may solve only in part. So when you think about when he said that in his writing in 1890, the, you know, the beginning of the spiritualist movement over here in America made its way to England Bram was one of the original paranormal investigators. Yeah. And here you guys are, you know, True. icing on yes. the cake. And, yeah. and here I am in the in the surroundings of Sarah Winchester. Yes. It's all coming together right the here for us. The very mysterious Sarah Winchester. Yes. Yeah, she, like, this house is incredible. And, and I actually was thinking as we were walking through it, and I meant to mention it to you, but I was like, do you think that Bram would just absolutely be in love with this house? Oh, because no, no question. <laughs> right. He, he would have been walking through here as, as like, you know, a, an open book, you know, w- trying to feel what's going on. Yeah. And trying just to like, pick up vibes. Just her story and like her reasonings are trying to guess as to why she did the things that she did. There's so much there as the, far as like material. There's a lot <laughs> of sadness. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. And, and, and obviously some Definitely. horror and, and, you know, missing people and so on. I, mm-hmm. I think Bram would have jumped on this and probably written a story. Written a story exactly yeah. about it for sure. Yeah, for sure. So we have to cut our interview so short today because we are so close to uh, your talk. However, um, is this the very last stop on the tour? This is it. This is it. This is where we end. Yeah, Yeah. that's beautiful. But what do you have coming up with the menagerie? Well, I'm coming back in February. Mm -hmm. Uh, Between now and then, I've got engagements in uh, Salem, Massachusetts, home of all the witches That's in America. Awesome. Oh, I'm jealous. Yeah, at least the East Coast witches. Yes, yeah. <laughs> jealous. And, uh, where else am I going? I've got to Emory University. I got Jackson, Jacksonville, Florida. If there's much left of it, I, oh, think, I think there yeah. is. Yeah. Um, and I'm also heading out to Dublin. Ireland for a Halloween weekend for the Bram Stoker Festival. Oh, how fun! So, yeah, some cool things happening before I come back with the Menagerie in February. In February, yeah. right? And what are we doing in February? We're we're going to do just another variation of Stoker on Stokers, and you know, open some more doors. I'm going to do some readings. I'm going to bring some more artifacts to show around. So it'll be similar type presentation, but maybe some very you know quaint uh, sessions. You know, smaller groups and really get to know each other. I have to say this before we end with you. If you have not come and see seen Dacre speak, you must. Because yeah. Tish and I had not sat down the last time. And we were, like, totally just flabbergasted at everything that we learned. Yeah. Things that we didn't know to ask. And things that made so much sense when you said them. It just opened up our world. We don't want to give away any of the little 
bits and pieces, you definitely have to come here, dig or speak. But it is definitely absolutely 100% worth it. Well, well, thank you. I, I, want the, I want the novel Dracula to resonate at another level to mm-hmm. people when they read it. And I want people, most importantly, to understand the author of Dracula and, and let his life resonate a little bit more once they've heard my talks. Yeah. And and that definitely will be a lasting experience for us. Yeah. So thank you so it's much. Amazing presentation. Yes. yes. And thank you for today as well. well thank you both of you. You're and welcome. enjoy the show. We've got some people lining up. Yes, so, uh, we yeah. do. Hello we'll, everybody. We'll okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank who's, you so who's much. Next? We're next. Yeah, exactly. We move on. See, Tish, isn't he such a delight? He's Not like so I awesome. have to tell you. Yes, I love him so much. And when, like the last like a couple of events, like we really got like I feel like we got to know him. Like I not like in like a deep personal level. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like we just felt like I was so intimidated and like scared to meet him. And then when he just made it way more reassuring. Yeah. And, I mean, he made it very easy. Yeah. That's for sure. And it, it was a lot easier this time. See, we did yeah, well. Yeah. We, <laughs> we did made it. up. We did it, you guys. <laughs> yeah. We weren't nervous this time. We mm-hmm. just got to joke. I mean, because who can tour the, mich- the Winchester Mystery House with someone and then not have some sort of I feel like we bonded. Kinda, yeah, we did. Yeah. We bonded with with a stoker. Yeah. I'm stoked about the bonding with a stoker. One step closer to being a real vampire. See? <laughs> that was the whole reason for it. Yeah, I'm super, super, super um excited about that experience. Mm-hmm. I will be living off of that at least for the next year. Like totally. <laughs> and my kid too, he's he's totally vampire obsessed and right yeah currently right now in listening, a lecture yeah, like, listening taking notes <laughs> <laughs> yeah what 11 year old does that <laughs> mine it's fitting that's awesome he's obviously my child and, and i guess like if you guys don't like know a lot about vampires or like the only experience you have is maybe watching like a vampire movie like bram Stoker's dracula or something like that uh, you really need to get into the books and this is where dacre stoker comes in um, he has what again? It's like the prequel and the yeah the, the sequel, sequel to Dracula. Yep, and you know what? And like I said, well, he was here too. I really recommend like his honestly lectures. his lecture. It like deep I'm history. Baffled. I do not like when I said I do not want to give away any tidbits, but it was Mm-mm. like holy moly! It is really hard. for It's me. so obvious, but yeah. like why didn't I ever think about that? And you know, well, it's because like, I think we take for granted like stories being told to us as as they they are as they were for like a long time that they haven't been carefully curated and put together. So, but on well, that, it making it interesting too because right. like you know who are you going to ask the question to? Where did you know vampires come from? Mm-hmm. When you know how did they come about? Why do people believe in vampires? Why do people think vampires are real? And he answers all those questions and. Like at the end, you can take what he says and you can read into more detail about like because these stories all came before Stoker. Yeah, yeah. So these stories about vampires and things that happened. So it's like Bram really educated himself as well. Like he was super interested. The one thing that I will give away is the fact that when he was a little kid, like this is the stuff that intrigued him. Mm -hmm. You know, the the sort of like not vampire for sure, but just the stuff that we're interested in. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy to think that a kid, you know, over a hundred and what, 50 years ago now to have the same interests that we have now in 2022 and then to want to educate himself about it. Right. And then 
going to these lectures really like again there's deep history in here there is facts there's things that you can follow up with and be like you can be led down certain paths that show how everything kind of coalesced into this book this novel this story this movie and then know that there's more information out there there's more avenues that you can still take on with this if you're obsessed with vampires this is definitely for you if you want to learn more just about history. Well, this the cool is for thing you. is, too, is one of the things that Dacre brings up is how he says that the book is written in such a way that it's begging for a yeah. prequel. It's begging for a sequel. It's leaving and, you a cliffhanger. Right. And, and I never questions. like it's obvious that something is obvious, too. And I never really thought about it or put two and two together or thought more of it. I, but I, it's I, brilliant. It's perfect. Yeah. I think because in the movie, like they they show you. Like a resolution, but like I think it was on you to be paying critical attention to all the the little details for you to put that together. Like so a you, super fan, yeah, right. So you either like were you're like taking notes like your son, and you're yeah. like, wait a second, <laughs> maybe he's gonna write the next the next Dracula <laughs> that, that book. Would be awesome. <laughs> I was like, or like you you at the end of the movie, you're just like, oh, here's the end of the movie, and I can you know rest at night that I you know Dracula was taken care of. Right. But then he brings up questions that are like, you know what? I never thought to think that and to go beyond that. And Gary Oldman's out there somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Keanu Reeves is out there somewhere. (laughs) Someone asked us right before they went into the lecture, actually, what our favorite rendition of Dracula was. And Tish said, there's no no topping Gary Oldman. I'm like, what are you kidding? Like, it's... Can Reeves. Come like on. again, I am like the super Gary Oldman obsessed because come yeah, on, serious. I'm black. in love with him too. Yeah, and like he, I would not kick him out of bed. <laughs> let me just say that all over serious black, seriously over serious. No, black. It, it, it was a scene where he sees Mina across the street. I guess I think yes. that, that's what the, does it. The, it's like you can see every single emotion that he is feeling. Yeah. And it makes you just And I feel it too. Yes. Oh, Gary. I mean, oh, Dracula. And then he comes out with a weird button butt head, and then you're like, okay, I'm over it. Go back to your top hat and glasses, bro. Yeah. I was like, why couldn't you stay more in that form throughout the movie? Like, why? I get it. Yeah, I know. It's fine. It's fine. Because then he gets hot again, and then, you know. Oh, Gary Oldman. He's still there. It still does it. I'm like talking about it. I could feel my chest. I'm getting palpitations because it's so hot. There's so much like romanticism in in the whole like Dracula story as well. Yeah, yeah. And he draws a lot from like like you said from the time and mm-hmm. not only from folklore and legend, but there's a lot of facts and there's a lot of stuff that's intertwined in there. That again, if you see St- Dacre talk, you will. And you will be de- mind blown. He describes it as a perfect storm, and that's exactly like yeah. what it is. And then that storm happens to be the Dracula storm. Yes. There's so much. I've never wanted my blood sucked more in my life <laughs> <laughs> uh, than I have in the last week. And I've wanted to be a vampire forever, so that says a lot. And you know it was crazy? I don't I had a moment in there, and I don't know if Dager knew. <laughs> but when we were touring the house. They have it set up where they're preparing for their Halloween tours as well, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. So, you know, there's a lot of props in there. And um, we were in the kitchen and there was this, like, I don't know what it was. It was supposed to be like a piece of beef hanging, like, 
oh. like or a, a chicken or something. And I don't know if you saw it. And it had like fake maggots yeah, all over I it. it. And he pointed it out. And he's like, oh, and he made like some comment about it. And all I could think about was the Lost Boys. And he's like, maggots, Michael. You're eating maggots. How do they taste? And I was like, oh, my God. I had a vampire moment with Dacre Stoker in the Winchester Mystery House. And I just about <laughs> lost my mind. It was amazing. So moving on from there, because <laughs> I'm like too excited for words right now. Uh, he did mention that he's going to be doing some more stuff with the Menagerie. Yes. So if you do not already follow the Menagerie Oddities Market, for shame, I'm going to shame you yeah. right now. I'm going to publicly shame you. How dare you? <laughs> so they are actually an Oddities Market and they put on events throughout the year. And they have tons of vendors at these events. So they do pop-ups and then they do large events as well. And the events are so cool because you're going to get a chance to see vendors like at a crafts fair, but in a way that you would never see or the types of vendors that you would never see. So if you're a freak like we are mm -hmm. and you love the dark and you love oddities, then these are the type of events that you want to be going to. They have taxidermy. They have like, I've seen black widows and bottles and cool art pieces. It's like, the, like skulls and yeah, home decor, like, exactly. things that you can like just surround yourself creepy. with. Yeah. Right. All creepy, all interesting. There's, um, vampire capes. Yeah. Uh, doll head lamps and, I mean, everything that you could think of. The Jewelry. capes. We just got capes. And we just think that we are amazing. Oh, are the capes are amazing. I yeah. love my cape. Yes, we just got capes from Raven Fox Capes. And, okay, let me just tell you this. So, first off, mm -hmm. there's not much to, like, to sell me on a cape. A right. cape is awesome. It's amazing. Right. But then you put a hood on a cape, and it's, like, the epitome of perfect. And then you tell me that the cape is wrinkle-free, and you could wad it up. And I have tested this, tried and true. I wadded it up and put a whole bunch of stuff on top of it, and it I'm didn't wrinkle. I'm actually sitting on mine right now just to <laughs> test it out again. And then... As pockets. The pockets. That was it. And that was it for me. Not only I've I've worn capes before, but this one is like the way it's weighted, you like you know that it's high quality. Like you, it's you totally... put it on and you're like, I can fight crime in this. This is this is it. <laughs> I can Words fight crime in it and I can carry things in my pocket. And then pockets, I have to find reasons not to be wearing it all the time. Like that's my my go to outfit. I don't need a jacket anymore. <laughs> right. <laughs> Cape is capes for life. That's it from now on. Um, and then, so yeah, all this amazing stuff. And then they also do things like this. So Dacre's doing his um, book tour for the 125th anniversary of Dracula. Yep. So this is important as to why you should uh, be following the Menagerie. They have a TikTok, they mm -hmm. have a Facebook, and they have an Instagram. Um, we are also the official podcast of the Menagerie. So if you follow us, you'll you can find, find all them the, that way. Yeah, too. you can find them that way too. And the reason that I bring it up is because we're sitting, like we said before, we're sitting right in the at the Winchester Mystery House. This is we like mind boggling. The Winchester Mystery House. The, the 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 gates have closed, and we are still here. Yes, we are here where other public people can't be. Yes, which is so awesome and cool at the same time and spooky. But it's not the only time right. that we're going to be here no. with the Menagerie. Mm -mm. So their annual holiday market is happening December. Yes, their annual. <laughs> the, <laughs> no. What is it? Is it the 3rd and 4th? 
Third and fourth. fourth. Okay, yeah. So their <laughs> annual holiday market. Oh, thank you for whoever said that. Their annual holiday market is happening December 3rd and 4th, and it's from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. And it's on the grounds of the Winchester Mystery House, and they're open to the public. So you could come in, take your tour, and then wander around and see all the vendors. Mm-hmm. There's going to be food. Is there going to be music? I'm staring at uh, the lady who runs the menagerie right now, <laughs> asking her these <laughs> questions across the way. So she says there's going to be food. There's going to be music. I couldn't hear you. David Posnick will be back. The tricycle riding. Oh, my gosh. I love him. He does. Yeah. So if you guys haven't seen him before, he's so cool. I, I don't even know what, what to call him. He's just an all-around entertainer. Yes, a, a performer. So he does, like, circus-type performances. Yeah. And he rides around on a tricycle. And he does comedy. He's hilarious. And he does like balloon animals, or I should say balloon hats. I've seen them like reach <laughs> amazing heights. <laughs> yeah, I've seen them reach amazing heights. So he'll be here as well. So obviously entertainment. And then there'll be us. Woohoo! <laughs> we'll be here both days. Yes, we'll be here both days. And it is totally worth it to come both days mm-hmm. because they're going to be some different vendors on each day. A lot of the same, but some different as well. So it'll be worth it to come check it out. Come check us out. And I think tickets go on sale pretty soon. I want to say the 15th. Constance, tickets go on sale the 15th. So tickets go on sale pretty soon here in October. We're thinking around the 15th. Yes, follow the Menagerie. Again, like I said, they're on TikTok. They are on Instagram. And they are on Facebook. And a partridge and, it's and like, a pear It's going to be fun for the whole family. There's going to be plenty of things to do, plenty of things to see. So I highly recommend that you, sh- you show up. You come in both days. Bring plenty of money yes. and all your friends. <laughs> yes, both. And then come see the house and, yeah. and just be if you're just all, looking like for that, you know, that, that thing that you want to do to hang out with your family and friends, this is a perfect opportunity to both. And, and to find some really original gifts for yeah. loved ones for the mm-hmm. holidays, especially if they're into the kind of stuff that we're into. We know that it's hard to shop for us yeah. weirdos. Yes. And... You know, you can't get your normal gift at Kohl's or Target <laughs> and you're like, I don't know what you to know, do yeah. and I don't know what to get and I don't know what to find or where to go. Well, Especially this is when Halloween has ended and you can't find them in the stores, you need to go to events like this to be able to purchase like items like that are just for people like us. Right. You won't regret it. Whether it's for you, your, your family members, friends, anyone. Right. So again, follow the menagerie. And you'll also be uh, kept up on the 411 about when Dacre comes back around in February. We will probably be there. Likely. So follow us. Follow the menagerie. Yeah, the menagerie can't shake us, no matter how hard they try. (laughs) We're like little pencil pals. We just hop on and then we're stuck. We latched on. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, we'll see you next time, guys. And remember, if you're going to be paranormally active, always use protection. I liked it better that way. It was super sexy. (laughs) Always use protection. Use protection. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, next time.